This show is coming live to you with hosts from Brazil and India and guests from Malawi. Welcome to this very special joint presentation of Talk to Brazil podcast and the KJ Masterclass live of India. Talk to Brazil podcast is hosted by Tom Riok. My dear friend, you can see him on the screen. The man who is known as the king of networking in Brazil. Talk to Brazil was founded by Tom in 2009 as the first English language internet radio program. And he talks about business in Brazil and the world. And now it's available in podcast format. The KJ Masterclass Life of India, a show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And our esteemed guest you can see on the screen from Malawi is M. Moses David Busher, Regional Director for Africa Yorgas Foundation. Welcome to the show, uh, Moses. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. So, so hold on a minute. First, I, I would like to welcome, you know, and say a huge namaste to all the people who are listening to you, to us. Uh, in, especially in Malawi, you know, it's also known as the warm heart of Africa because of the warmth that the people exude there. Even they say they are very comfortable to say hi to strangers. And that's that's something Indians can also relate to a lot. So namaste to everybody in Malawi, in Brazil and everywhere else that the show is being watched or being listened to. So now over to my friend Tom Riok in Brazil. To take it over from here. Uh, well, hello everybody. Then Kunde, thank you for having me on, and uh, Moisés Boucher, thank you for being part of this uh, our proof of concept experiment of co-hosting together with AJ uh, and wanting to talk more to the world. Each of us have done that individually. Uh, our focus is now changing to other areas, specifically to where you are in Africa. So we do want to thank you, Moses, for, for sharing your time with us. Uh, to our audience, uh, Moises Boucher is an experienced NGO management expert who grew up in rural areas of Malawi. He attended school in a village called Biro Village in the Chikiwawa district. He is a writer, mentor, education expert, regional director responsible for Africa of Yorgas Foundation International an organization that exists towards improving women's access to maternal health care, equip maternity wards, provide trainings for medical staff to improve the standards of perinatal care, implement ch uh, key child care practices, and do all to decrease maternal and neonatal mortality ratio in African countries. Uh, Moses Boucher has 18 years experience in senior positions worked for local and international NGOs. He's a member of Light for the World, a board member of Malawi Network Against Trafficking, the CEO of Center for Children's Affairs in Malawi, an advisor of NGO leadership and mentor of youth NGOs in Africa and locally. He has vast experience in resource mobilization, policy development, research advocacy, monitoring and evaluation public relations, and a global peace ambassador. So again, thank you for being with us. We see and hear what you do in Africa, 
uh, is also part of the challenges that we face in Brazil. And speaking with Grundai, we face obviously in India and other parts of the world. So uh, thank you for your efforts and welcome again. Yes. Thank yes. you so much. I did appreciate Yes, uh, Moses, you, you have so much of, you know, experience and skill sets that it's very difficult to start from one point, you know, but, and with addition of your guests uh, into your profile, there is so much to talk about. So do share us about a bit about Malawi and about your guest foundation, what you do there. And what are your guest plans out there? What exactly is your guest so that people in Brazil, maybe knowing, but for people, especially in, in a place like India, can understand what a great NGO it is and what it is doing in terms of healthcare and other spheres of life. Uh, thank you so much. And greetings from the warm heart of Africa. Greetings from Africa, Tom and Kudania. Greetings from Africa. Um, once again, thank you for the wonderful time and thank you for the invitation. There are quite a lot of people that um, could be available today uh, to be part of the show, but you saw it very important to include uh, Yoga's Foundation to be part of the show today. I really appreciate on behalf of Yoga's Foundation and also uh, you really saw it very important important to host a show from Malawi. And I'm sure this may be the first show from Malawi. Um, and uh, thank you so much for considering Malawi. Uh, once again, my name is Moses Bosha. As uh, Tom already presented my bio, I, of course, uh, there's quite a lot that could be shared, but because of time, I'll try to be more of brief. Um, Malawi is... Um, is a warm heart of Africa and a very uh, charming country, a country that is located in the southern of Africa. Um, it's, in, it's part of the Sadiq region. And uh, Malawi is a country, uh, a youthful nation with um, now about 19 million people, um, with uh, the young people holding the stake of the population. More than half of the population are young people. And um, the country is uh, dependent on um, farming. We, we, we are a country that is uh, rooted into uh, production. We, we, we quite a lot in depending in, in, in farming. And um, we happen to be uh, one of the countries where Yoga's Foundation uh, chose to put the headquarters for Africa. And um, now the, of, the office for um, Yoga's Foundation, uh, Africa Regional Coordinating Office is in Malawi. And um, Yoga's Foundation is um, a Poland-based organization that was established and founded by uh, two uh, Polish women, very passionate of um, promoting maternal and child health with an emphasis and, uh, and a passion to see that we do not see and we do not continue to experience maternal and child mortality in, in Africa. You know, the, the, the unique thing is uh, these two 
ladies, when they founded um, uh, Yoga's Foundation, their heart and their passion was to make sure that Paul, uh, uh, Yoga's Foundation works in Africa. They are not from Africa, but their passionate, their, their heart is in Africa. Yoga's Foundation is working in Africa 24-7 and is based in Africa, headquartered in Poland. Yoga's Foundation focuses on uh, maternal and child health to make sure that women and children do not go through the usual and the uh, the issues that has that uh, women and children have been experiencing, especially um, in accessing to health services. And again, we also focus on uh, promoting education, and our focus in education is uh, to promote inclusive education. We make sure that children with disabilities they should have equal access to education just like any other children um, without disability. So um, we are doing quite a lot. Um, I also mentioned on what we have done about that. And uh, lastly, we are also uh, working on inclusive maternal health. We would like to see that women with disabilities, they have got equal access to maternal health services in rural areas. You know, the people with disabilities, especially women, sometimes we regard them as people who do not have the right to access maternal health care services. Sometimes we regard people with disabilities as marginalized. Mm -hmm. They have got equal rights like everyone. Disability is not in ability. So we would like to make sure that uh, women with disabilities, they have got clear, equal, and accessible rights when they are accessing health care services. So as the Yoga's Foundation, we are working, as I said, in Africa. We are in Malawi. We are in Tanzania. We are in Kenya. We are in Uganda. We are in Sierra Leone. Okay. Very good. If I may, AJ, I want to commend you, uh, David, for what you've just said and comparing that to a reality here in Brazil. Uh, we have the same situation, a similar situation. And obviously, uh, health for women, not only in childbearing age, uh, but health for women in general, uh, needs to be focused. Uh, women, uh, because of a number of reasons, they have more health requirements uh, than maybe men have. But specifically in the childbearing age, a healthy woman uh, will generate a healthy baby. And yes, so it, sure. it really starts there. So to, to look at the woman's health, women's health in general, uh, having them having adequate treatment uh, while uh, during their pregnancy, uh, doesn't necessarily guarantee, but it helps to have healthier children. Uh, because what we see, what you've just said, uh, in Africa and here in, in Brazil and probably in India, uh, women are still tr uh, playing catch-up. Uh, we, we do have in Brazil a large population of, uh, of children who are uh, undernourished, uh, and have problems. So a healthy woman is a basic necessity of, of, of humankind today. 
So that focus by the two Polish women uh, is essential. Uh, but not only the focus, it's important to have a, a, an infrastructure, an organization like you have, uh, to, to do something about it. Because many people talk about the needs, but uh, an on-the-ground organization with people like yourselves uh, making it happen uh, is where the success will be found. Right. Right. Uh, Moses, you got to got yes. anything to say on that, please? You said? Yeah, about health of women, women welfare, uh, you know, uh, infant mortality, all that stuff. You people are quite focused on that. So Tom just mentioned about how important it is to focus on such topics, such issues. And you people are already doing that. So would you like to speak a bit more on that? Yes, um, it is very important to focus on um, Mateno and child healthy. When you look at the statistics in Africa and quite a number of countries in the sub-Saharan Africa, uh, maternal mortality um, rate is very high, um, unlike European countries. Um, this quite sometimes um, accumulated and influenced by uh, scarcity of uh, health care facilities. Sometimes you find that the distances to access maternal health care uh, services, uh, a health care uh, infrastructure, a, a hospital, a health center, the distance sometimes is, 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 is not equal, or, or uh, I may say, for the woman with, uh, uh, who is pregnant to travel to a health center or a clinic where is going to have the delivering services, the, the distance is too long. So this also affects the, 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 the fight against the uh, maternal mortality. And, and again, the issues of um, um, uh, information into the communities. You know, in Africa, especially in Sub-Saharan Africa, we have for quite a long time believed in uh, uh, giving birth in villages. You know, the, the, the traditional birth attendance. Traditionally and culturally, we have believed to say uh, giving birth at home in villages is more safer than going to the hospital because of the issues of the distance. And sometimes the issues of um, um, uh, attitude. You know, sometimes uh, quite a lot of people they have complained in the issues of the attitude of nurses, the health care workers, the attitude, right. the way they handle women uh, who come for delivery. That, that attitude also affects people, affects men, not to go to the hospital, or they prefer to, to deliver in the villages. This has also contributed quite a lot, a lot in the issues that affect women. When you look at um, some complications related to uh, delivery, you need cesarean section. A woman mm -hmm. needs to, to undergo operation, but in mm -hmm. the villages, they cannot, they cannot go under op operation. They cannot have that facility or service of operation. Right. This also increases 
chances to lose the lives of the woman and the children, Live, lose the life of the woman and the kid. So there's quite a lot of issues, and that includes as well poverty. Some people, right. they think um, going to the hospital, they will need quite a lot of uh, things to take them to the hospital. Some they think about transportation, some they think about food, and some they think even about um, paying, toil uh, to, to pay in the, 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 the hospitals. So right. these are some of the key issues that also affects our work or the work to fight maternal mortality. So as an organization, we are here to say, we, want, we would like to join with the governments, the nations, to fight maternal and child mortality. That we cannot manage to do everything, but we would like to make sure that we also contribute to what the government is doing. You mentioned about um, training health care workers. This is one of the key areas of Yoga's Foundation to make sure that we build the capacity of health care workers. Right. Uh, we also have a, a component of um, providing uh, mama kits. Mama kits is one of the key components in Yoka's Foundation. We would like to provide basic necessities for the woman during, the, during delivery. Mm -hmm. uh, there are quite a number of small, small things that may look small, um, but in the villages, they're regarded as one of the basic or very important facilities that can help a woman to deliver safely. I can give you an example. In one of the health centers in Malawi, we call it Chis Island. Chis Island is an island uh, at Lake Chira. This is one of the biggest lakes in Malawi. And this is the health center where it also um, um, uh, quite more than about more than 30 villages that benefit from this health center. But mm -hmm. there are quite a lot of uh, issues that are happening. The health centers I'm talking now doesn't have electricity. Mm. The solar power system that was installed there it's malfunctioned. Right. It's not working now. There's no water. As I'm talking to you now, the the borehole that is used to supply water into the into the into the the the, 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 the center, it, it uh, benefits a lot of households. So because there's no uh, enough water sources in the in the villages, they are also benefiting from the borehole at the health center. If this has also uh, attributed to the health center serving quite a lot of people and saving more hours. Now it is no longer working. It means the health center doesn't have water. The health center doesn't have reliable toilets. The, the toilets for the staff, the toilets for the patients, they use one toilet. And it's, it's a dilapidated or the toilet that is not working properly. And now let's come back to distance when there's a referral. And this health center cannot do cesarean section, doesn't have cesarean section. It just does normal deliveries. And when the time comes for referral, a patient, a woman who is in, in labor, has to be taken to, the, to Zomba Hospital and has to close the leg. And closing mm. the leg, it takes about one hour during the manual boat, manual canoe. Right has to take a, a movement in labor to a, a, main, a mainland hospital.
Now, let's, let's, let's think. A woman is in labor, and we want to take the woman to a hospital, closing the leg, one hour, one full hour closing the woman on the leg. And let's now think about the storm. In some, some cases, because of the weather, the, the boat may meet challenges along crossing the lake. We have lost a number of lives of, key, of, of, of babies because we, we want to, to leave for the woman in labor, our mother in labor, to the mainland hospital. And in the course, we lost lives of our babies. These are the cases. This is just 1% of the cases that are happening in Africa. So in, the case, in, in such cases, there are even in other centers, in other places, where to get an ambulance, to get a referral woman who is in labor to, a, to another hospital. An ambulance is not available. You call for the ambulance to come, the ambulance saves quite a lot of population. So these are the cases, these are the issues that we need to address in Africa. That's why Yorkers Foundation is here. We would like to work together with governments. We cannot work alone as Yorkers Foundation. We want to work with governments, support the government, where we can manage to support the government. We cannot do everything, but we say we have got the capability. We can work with our partners because our model of working is to work with partners. We don't work as an organization direct. We, we develop partnership with organizations in the country, and then we, we sign MOU with the, with the, with the partners. Mm -hmm. Partners help us to implement. We work with the governments. We do not work in isolation. Mm -hmm. Every time we want to do a project, a program, we make sure we involve the government departments. So in countries like when we come to Brazil, we work with the government. We work with the partners in Brazil. We cannot just come in Brazil and work. We cannot just come in India to work. We would like to partner with organizations in India. Who knows? the problems in India, in, in, in areas, in cities, in counties, in districts, in, 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 in suburbs. We would like to involve partners on the ground, organizations that are capable, that knows the, the challenges better. Like the case in Malawi, we're going to work with partners in Malawi. We're going to work in partners in Tanzania working with partners in, in Sierra Leone, working partners in, in, in Kenya, working with partners in Uganda, wherever we're going to work, we're going to involve partners. So we would like to make sure that our approach is approach that is participatory. Let me also, uh, before I finish, we would like to make sure that our approach is our participatory, where communities are empowered. We don't want to put communities as the last beneficiaries. But we mm -hmm. want to make sure that communities are in the forefront of planning. Right. Communities are in the forefront of implementation. Communities are in the forefront of monitoring. Communities are in the forefront of evaluation. Communities are the beneficiaries of our program. For the programs to be sustainable, we cannot leave out our local leaders. We would like to make sure we work with religious leaders. We want to, work to make sure we work with local leaders. We want to make sure, you know, the, we have got when we go to India, we have got there's the Islamic community. We cannot isolate working with the the community in Islam. 
the Buddhism, mm -hmm. whatsoever that is, is involved in the approaches of our work, we would, ma would make sure we work with all the communities. And that's how our model is. Okay. Tom, carry on. I just want to commend you on what you just said. The, the description of the situation in Malawi, uh, we could take that same story, uh, change the country, change the, the village, change the area name in Brazil, India, and many other places of the world. Uh, but what you mentioned here at the end, I think the essential thing, and I see that here in Brazil, many other places, it needs to start at the community level. Uh, obviously, yes. governments, whatever their sizes and types are, are important. The infrastructure, as you mentioned, is needed, logistics, transportation, what have you. But if a movement doesn't start, and we call that the grassroots, if it doesn't start in the local community, uh, it's very difficult to wait for the, the top-down approach because the challenges are, are, are the size of the countries. They're, they're, they're huge. Uh, we're talking about the continent of, of Africa or Latin America, uh, Southeast Asia. So it, it's just not one government that's able to do that. Obviously, there are governments that aren't, that aren't interested in doing that. But the community shares the challenge. The community at the level shares the, the suffering of, of what is literally happening. The lack of water, lack of infrastructure, lack of electricity, uh, lack of sanitation, uh, exists here in Brazil. So there are communities where, you know, you may have a health center, but no, no running water, no flushing toilets, uh, no ambulance that can come if needed, and certainly probably not an intensive care unit, which is needed. Obviously, many uh, uh, births can happen naturally at home, but it's when a crisis comes that you need an intensive care unit, you need specialized treatment that's the differential. That's anywhere in the world. Uh, and that's in any part of anywhere in the world. Uh, when something happens that normally happens at birth time, you need capable healthcare personnel and equipment and intensive care units uh, to help either the mother or the child together. So, but the focus on, is on the community. So the more, uh, and that's everywhere, uh, age uh, we see. It has to start low. If, if you involve the community, you can, they can do this one step at a time. And again, commend you and the organization uh, for that outlook. We need the government. You have to involve them. The change really happens uh, in your neighborhood. Absolutely. Absolutely, Tom. And in fact, uh, uh, Moses, I would like to understand, you know, you, you are now having more focus on disabilities and mental health. And now that's two more addition to the work that your people are already doing. Can you tell us more about disabilities that you are focusing on, especially mental health? I feel that it's a rising global problem with, you know, things happening and it's affecting the way people think, the way people uh, go about their daily lives and they are not even aware that how issues in their daily life have impacted their mental health. Please do tell us about these two topics in detail. Thank you so much. Um... That's very, very, very true and very, very important. Um, let me start with the issue of disability. You know, for quite a long time, uh, the issue of disability, it has not been uh, on the center point of uh, uh, planning and development in quite a lot of programs. Um, 
you know, when you, when you look at history, when you look at, when you look at the background, you will find that uh, quite a lot of people with disabilities, we are not having access to proper education facilities. Mm -hmm. when, you, when, you, when you go to education facilities, you could not find education system uh, accessible to people with disabilities. When you, you go to uh, offices, you could not find people with disabilities working in the offices. Uh, you, 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 you invite a person with a disability for an interview, people could not give a person with a disability access or a right to be employed. People could de de define a person with a disability as a person who cannot do anything. But that's not the case. We, we are wrongly defining disability because we did not, the, the society did not accept development to be also focusing and putting people with a disability on the center point. We did not involve people with disabilities in planning. We were speaking on, on their behalf instead of letting them to speak their issues. There, were, there have been a lot of cases where parents could keep children with disabilities in the homes, in the houses. Children with disabilities should not go out. And in some traditions in some countries, when you have got a baby with a disability, it was regarded as a case the family. I hope you can agree with me. In Africa, when you have got a baby with a disability, in some countries, it means there was something that a woman did. It was believed that a woman was involved in fornication. It means a woman slept with another man behind the, the husband. It, there, there were quite a lot of beliefs. It means the gods were not happy with the family, or else the, the, the child with a disability will be a, a witchcraft, will be a wizard. Quite a lot of issues, but that's not the case. Now, when we realize that disability is a, that there's also a rights associated to people with disabilities, when the human rights, it was enshrined in our constitutions in the countries, disability was also included in programming. Now, in other countries, we still have quite a lot of problems we still have quite a lot, a lot of a long way to go to, to include disability in all aspects of programming. Nice and good that nowadays disability in, is being included. That's where there is inclusive disability programming. We would like to see that there's quite inclusion in everything. There's inclusion in health, there's inclusion in education, there's inclusion in, 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 in employment, there's inclusion in the education, in anything that we're doing, we would like to make sure that there is inclusive approach. Now, my point is, when you go to education, now you'll find that education system, they have managed to make sure that children with disabilities, they should be given equal opportunity from primary, secondary, up to university. Uh, in, in, in sitting in the classroom, there must be a special consideration for a child with a disability. Mm -hmm. If a child has got a problem with the sight, should be put in the, in the front uh, desk. 
should sit in the front if the child uh, there must be children with a problem with the sight the roofing should be included with the iron sheets that are transparent you know those transparent uh, iron sheets should be included when we are roofing the classroom whether there is no children with a disability but a classroom should be child friendly should be disability friendly because of issue of uh, uh, diagnosing children with disabilities we have failed to include children in education with disabilities mm -hmm. so governments they have now started through the ministry of education the department of education to do diagnosis uh, or process when children come uh, in in school or in schools there must be a process where either every every term there is a, a facility or one person a teacher trained to do screening we would like to make sure that education system does the screening every end of the term in health care services we want to make sure that uh, health care providers they are trained in uh, screening or identification of disability these are the issues that we would like to make sure that inclusion is considered in everywhere mm -hmm. and when we come to the issue of uh, uh, mental health when you look at um, our system our society in africa and in the world is not only in africa the issues of uh, suicide suicide is increasing each and every day and when you look at the statistics suicide is increasing in men why is the suicide in, 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 increasing in men our programming as a society as nations we have put quite a lot of focus on women and girls we are leaving men who have got also a lot of issues you know mm -hmm. men we are born that we do not share our issues with everyone right. we have we don't have a platform where men we are being considered to be heard when you mm -hmm. go to court a woman is heard quickly than men we have been considered that women cannot um cannot uh, uh violate the right of men we are many have been considered as violators always when mm -hmm. you look at issues of uh, gender-based violence it's always it's always men we have always put women on the forefront as uh, victims in gender-based violence forgetting that even men they are also going through a lot in terms of gender-based violence so men they are dying in silence so a lot of suicide uh mental health issues it's in men a lot of men they are involved in suicide because we do not have time to give to men so as as a society i think now we need to make sure that uh today if Tom, looking at the age of Tom, he has passed a lot. Mm -hmm. I, Jay, you have passed quite a lot in life. You have got quite right. a lot that you can share to men. But looking at Tom today, if I can ask Tom, you do not have time to sit down with men to talk about what you have gone through.
we want we would always want to give space to women to talk about not what true. we are going through why not men we are not giving space to boys mm -hmm. a lot of boys they are in suicide because you like you you find that the issues that they are they are committing suicide is because of issues of uh, relationships a girlfriend uh has just said this to, 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 to the boy, or the girlfriend is no longer interested with the boy, the boy goes out for suicide. We will find that, uh, for instance, uh, a wife slept with uh, another man and a man goes for suicide. Do you want to tell me that if a wife is engaged in extramarital affair, a man should go for suicide? Is that the end of life? Why have we accept, accepted the society not to listen to listen to men? We need a, a places where men can come and have time to associate men, boys mm -hmm. and men to associate, have time, share issues. If today we can have a conference for men and we ask Kudania to share his personal experience, people will learn a lot from Kudania. How you manage it to to handle issues of in your family. At your age, you have managed quite a lot of issues in, in your family. You have managed to accept, you have managed to avoid, you have managed to, to get counseling from people. You have managed to avoid um, uh, an, an equal counseling from fellow men. These are the cases, these are the issues we need in the society. These are the, need, these are the issues we need as a country, as a, as a, as, as a world. Let's move away from um, approaches of discrimination. I can say approach of discrimination, where we have put women and girls in the forefront, leaving men and boys as perpetrators of violence. We're leaving men and boys as perpetrators of bullying. Mm -hmm. We have been translated, we have been defined men as people who do not love. We, are, we love, we care a lot, but we are not given space where we can also talk about what we are going through from our wives. So these are the issues that we need to, to target. Mental health issues is not none other than issues of relationships, issues of finances, poverty, issues of uh, lack of platforms to share our problems. So mm -hmm. these are the issues that we need to handle. Yeah. Strong. I, uh, I, I can only say, Moses, you have given us, uh, and, and that's to Knudai and I, uh, about 14 different topics for different programs here. Uh, and I do agree Beautiful. with you in your last statements about, uh, we call the gen. let's call them gender issues, uh, the, the yes. mental health, the mental states, uh, and I agree with everything you said. And, and, and me as a man, uh, I have to admit, it, it's just not natural to sit down and share your problems with other men. Here in Brazil, I'm an American, it just doesn't happen that way. Uh, because we tend to keep things to ourselves. That's one of the things that people say to me, well, uh, why don't you talk about it? Well, I'm talking about different things, but I'm not talking about myself. Uh, and we tend not to do that. Uh, but I think the point is given, and it needs to be highlighted, uh, suicide is a factor, uh, and it's an extremely dangerous thing that happens. Many times, unfortunately, the person 
before they commit suicide of taking their own life, we see they take somebody else's life. Uh, so it's a, a multiple problem, a multiple crisis. Uh, but the points you talked on, they all intersect. We started talking about, you talked about education. I agree with you. Uh, that's the basis. That's the root. And back to what we previously mentioned about the women, the, the maternal health, it's the community. Uh, so at the community level, education needs to start. It needs to start in a family. And to, to, yes. to, to that to happen at, at the local level, uh, customs have to change. Cultures have to change. Now, you've mentioned the cultures, in, in some of the African cultures, which are true here in, in Brazil. Uh, but throughout the world, we have our local cultures. We have our local ways of thinking of doing things or not doing it, not sharing. Uh, so those points are well taken. It's education, health, poverty. Uh, and I'm going to put men as a category, uh, AJ, for us to think about the gender issues. Uh, those are multiple topics that are not local. They're not Africa. They're not Malawi. Uh, they're everywhere. Uh, and solutions uh, can come. You have shown that solutions can come at a, at a, a basic level on what you're doing, uh, having foundations that help you help others. And what AJ and I think we want to do uh, is to help others help themselves and help others again. So I want to thank you for your presentation. Thank you for your thoughts. Uh, and thank you for enlightening us uh, uh, on the path we want to take. AJ. Yes. Yes, Tom. In fact, uh, it's nice to, you know, understand issues from different perspectives, like uh, the issue of men, uh, mental issues, uh, the societal issues, that they don't have platforms to vent out their feelings. So I can relate to that, understand from an Indian perspective. Here also, it's not too different. And that needs to be taken care of, not only in Brazil, in India too. Uh, Moses, you have voiced out something that not many are able to voice out, that too on a platform. And so passionately, it needs a lot of courage. Uh, because it is a real issue. In fact, in India, courts have also had to come on openly in several occasions when they felt that certain laws were made for the benefit of the uh, of our women folk uh, who are not able to, you know, who don't gain, get the amount of uh, respect or, uh, or benefits that they should get, should get in. But then there are some people who may misuse those laws for their advantage. And then, you know, some people come out as victims because of that. So courts have come forward in India, taken some state, diluted the earlier, you know, laws which were misused. And this is a growing campaign. There are organizations which are coming up. And at the same time, laws that were made for women who are in different, you know, for, for example, the issues of women in a smaller place will be different. Mm -hmm. On, and in an urban place for an educated will, women will be different. But sometimes yes. uh, the, the laws are the same across the country. That won't differentiate. Yes. But people who are aware, that's what sometimes educated people tend to misuse laws. Some, some of them. And that's a very unfortunate part. I guess that's, what, that's where a lot of understanding needs to develop. Organizations need to develop. And platforms need to come up where men can also uh, share their part of the issue. It's always cannot be that 
uh, they continue to be silent sufferers uh, because that's been the way in many, many countries. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what I can say. And moving on from this, uh, Moses, like your guess is now focusing more on infection reduction. Can you tell us more about that? This is one of our last questions now uh, on this. You have already, you know, focused on the Chisi Island issue. So that has given up quite some perspective. So if you can tell us on infection, are you talking of HIV or any other infection? Yeah, beautiful. Um, this is quite another alarming uh, issue. Recently, the World Health Organization released a report where it indicates quite a lot that some of the most, more, almost more than 80% of um, infections that people um, uh, get in the hospitals at home, they have led to deaths. Um, there are quite a, a number of infections, like uh, infections that we, during the caesarean section, when a woman uh, delivers through a caesarean section, you know, that operation, um, when the woman is, gets back home, that wound gets more infections, bacteria. Mm -hmm. Uh, affects again the wound instead of the healing of the, the that um, part that have been uh, operated uh, that underwent caesarean it it gets um, it gets back worse because of the infections and the bacteria that gets back into the wound mm -hmm. and some of the these cases they happen because uh, when a woman leaves the hospital goes to the village they care for the for the wound it's not all mm -hmm. that we get in the in, in the rich people, you know, and even uh, uh, the type of the hospitals that people go, these public hospitals, they may not have that quite um, uh, power of medication that can sustain the woman after uh, operation. That infections, those infections, they they the bacteria, they affect that part more than those people that underwent um, uh, operation, but in the uh, mm -hmm. uh, well-to-do hospitals with uh, powerful uh, uh, medicine or powerful treatment. So these infections, they affect quite a lot. And the, also during the emergencies, uh, for instance, during the road accidents, quite a number of um, accidents, there's uh, people when the people sustain injuries, there's a high rate of infections uh, into uh, the system of the body through that uh, injury. So as an organization, we, we have partnered with um, 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 infection reduction uh, program. Infection reduction program, they have got a product that is called Irrecept. Irrecept is a, pro is a product that will be used throughout um, in quite a number of countries, but now it is being tested in Africa, and one of the countries that will benefit uh, the testing is Malawi uh, and also Zambia. Uh, Nigeria is also benefiting in the testing of the product. So Irrecept is a, is a very powerful product 
that when, af when, when a woman or, or any injury, uh, a woman undergoes operation in the cesarean section, this uh, product, Ircept, will fight infections, will fight bacteria 99.99% fighting infections. So we are assured that when uh, governments adopts Ircept, it means, um, for instance, if the government spends $38 million a year to treat infections, infections related sicknesses, it means the government will have a reduced um, amount that will drop even up to 20, uh, um, let's say $20 million from $38 million. So the government can save about $18 million uh, from infections related costs. It means Irrecept product will help the governments to save lives of many people from injuries, from operations. Mm -hmm. These are the uh, cases related to maternal health. Uh, so we're going to save lives of our mothers. We're going to save uh, costs related to treating women in the hospitals after, the, after cesarean section. We are going to also uh, have quite a lot of health uh, nation. When, health, when a person under, uh, is, is, is having infections, it means the person will not be healthy. So as, as you already said, uh, healthy people is a healthy nation. And if you're going to have healthy people free from infections, uh, from, free from bacteria with the product Irrecept, it means we're going to have nations that are uh, centered on saving lives and also uh, saving costs related to uh, infections. I, I can also give you an example to say, if Malawi uh, has, um, let's say, uh, 40,000 treatments related to infections, uh, we are going to reduce, we are going to reduce the number of days where a patient uh, stays in the hospital because of infections. We are going to reduce rates or we're going to reduce costs uh, that a government spends. It's not only about uh, the product or, the, or, or the, the drugs that are used to treat the patient, but we should also look at uh, how much money does the government spend to feed a person in the hospital who stays for two weeks getting treatment? Uh, what about the bills of the water bills? What about electricity bills? And uh, even the person as well who is in the hospital being treated because of infections, when we calculate how much money the person makes in a day, if a person makes uh, $10 per day, it means as I said in the hospital because of infections and bacteria, two weeks, we calculate two weeks by $10. It means the person stays in the hospital uh, missing more than $20 or $30, $500, uh, because of uh, treating infections. If we adopt, if the government adopts the irrecept, it means a person will stay in the hospital two days uh, or be treated home, but 100% assurance that the person will not return back to the hospital to be treated in the same issues of infections. So this is another program that we are going um, uh, to, 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 to launch with our partner, uh, IRP in Malawi and, the, and other countries in um, sub-Saharan Africa. Uh, so we, uh, I'm sure 
uh, we will have another opportunity again um, that will be hosted again in this uh, in this show to share uh, with uh, case studies, uh, share about the progress of uh, uh, infection reduction program as, as a case study for Malawi, so that other countries they can also uh, learn from from our program. Mm -hmm. Sure. Right. Right. Tom. Again, uh, uh, Moses, we're back to the basics. When we talk about health, health is so inclusive, and you've talked about inclusion, uh, and it's back to the basics again in the community. The, the economic loss that you show just from uh, infections uh, reaches everything we just talked about. Uh, so people who are in a hospital, under care, that's a cost to the government or the community. Uh, the loss of engagement, uh, the economical engagement by that person or those persons is, is another factor. Uh, so at the end of the day, we, we don't have money to pay for the, the, the projects that we need. And at the same time, we're spending the money that we have uh, and, and keeping our population outside of the economic activity. Uh, so it's a, a, a revolving situation. Uh, and again, back to the community, the changes have to come at that level. The, the, the money savings that you mentioned, the time savings and the health benefits uh, will be seen at that level. Uh, many times when we're talking about uh, governmental or uh, nationalistic levels, we're just looking at numbers. We're looking at statistics. But when you take things into the scope of a community, uh, you're talking about people. Uh, you actually see the people uh, who are getting the benefits. Yes. So I think that's where what you're doing is, is trying to focus. Uh, the problems, the challenges are many. Uh, from what you're saying, you have several organizations helping into adjusting that, not only in Malawi, but uh, throughout Africa. And those are the steps that have to be taken. AJ. Yes, I think uh, we have discussed quite a number of issues and uh, especially Yorgas Foundation, uh, Regional Director for Africa. Uh, our friend here, uh, Mr. Moses, uh, he has spelled out a lot of things, talked about Malawi, we learned a lot about Malawi. And he also talked about Brazil, how, you know, how there can be more opportunities for them in Brazil, also for India in the coming days. Mm -hmm. And he also focused on several issues that people know about, but are not so passionately vocal, vocal about. In the days to come, as Moses said, we, were, we will certainly look at talking more and more. And from my perspective, you see, it's a it's an honor to host you, Moses, uh, from our you Thank know you. Uh, from country in Africa, very close to our heart. Africa is very close to us, and we feel you see you people suffer a lot of same issues that we do in India, Brazil also. I'm sure, Tom, you can relate to that. For me, it's a great honor indeed to be able to host this show, co-host mm -hmm. this show with my senior host, Tom Riok, the king of networking from Brazil. And I hope to keep on getting this opportunity one, uh, again and again. We are looking at a much more bigger entity to host co-host shows. So we'll keep you informed. But certainly this is not the first of the shows together. Uh, and especially uh, with with you, Moses. On this, uh, thank you. On this note, 
yes on this note i can say uh, as we can continue talking but there will be more and more time to come it's already we have covered 56 minutes 10 seconds and it's sticking the clock is ticking but and i know our show will continue to carry on and we'll carry on talking more and more about different issues uh, tom any last words and then we'll go for a closing of this one now nah, just to thank you again aj thank moses for sharing uh and i think our views are mutual views we depending on which way we want to look if it's brazil looking towards africa india looking towards africa uh, africa looking towards india and to brazil uh, there there's much to learn uh, for all of us and, and just look anywhere just keep looking and keep trying and keep involving people so thanks for the opportunity thank you thank you with this it's a wrap on this edition of the joint presentation of talk to brazil podcast and the kaj masterclass live of india thank you very very much thank you indeed <laughs>